All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. By the way, Ben Carson checks in with us today. We'll get his take on today's uh, Supreme Court decision, where the Supreme Court, 6-3 and 6-2, demanded two separate affirmative action college admission cases, uh, one for Harvard and University of North Carolina. We'll get into all those details. The great one, Mark Levin. We've not had him on a long time. He'll join us today. You're going to hear a story about a guy that went to Harvard Law that actually decided that happened to be Hispanic American that did not check the box to be, you know, on the application form that he was Hispanic American, a conscious choice. Very interesting story. And and he had uh, written extensively about this particular case. Uh, we'll get to that today. We have the latest on Biden family syndicate, and it's getting worse by the day. I, I am now confident, cautiously optimistic even, that this is now, th- th- this cannot be stopped. The evidence is now becoming very overwhelming and quite incontrovertible that Joe Biden knew what Hunter was up to and that this family worked together very closely together on all of these issues. So we'll get to all that in the course of the uh, program. So, you know, long story short, um, because the Supreme Court uh, earlier today in a six, well, six, three and six, two decision, I'll get to that in a second, ruled that affirmative action admission policies at Harvard University and the University of North Carolina are unconstitutional. Um, Now, eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it, writing Chief Justice John Roberts in the majority opinion, which all five of his fellow conservative justices joined in. Roberts said that both Harvard and UNC's affirmative action programs, quote, unavoidably employ race in a negative manner, involve racial stereotyping and lack meaningful endpoints. We have never permitted admissions programs to work in that way, and we will not do so today, Roberts wrote, finding that the university policies violated the Equal Protection Clause of the Constitution and its 14th Amendment, and that clause bars states from denying people equal protection under the law, Equal Protection Clause. The Chief Justice then added, however, that, quote, nothing prohibits universities from considering an applicant's discussion of how race affected the applicant's life, so long as the discussion is concretely tied to a quality or a character or unique ability that the particular applicant can contribute to the university. Uh, Justice Clarence Thomas uh, wrote a concurring opinion that the school's affirmative action admissions policies fly in the face of our colorblind constitution. Two discriminatory wrongs cannot make a right, Thomas wrote. A lot of this had to do with the fact that, um, believe it or not, the the most discriminated group in the country when you, again, you're you're playing identity politics, but we break every poll down by by race and gender, et cetera. But Asian Americans disproportionately, especially when you look at objective scores in, in, in admissions, that would be the SATs and the ACTs, and for law school, would be the LSATs, or for medical school, the MCATs, that they they scored 
dramatically better than students of other races, but these universities made conscious decisions. Well, there's too many, quote, Asian Americans getting gaining admission. And again, you know, one of the things you've got to ask yourself, do you want to end discrimination by institutionalizing discrimination? Because that's ostensibly what you've decided here. And if discrimination is wrong, it is wrong and should not be practiced. Now, we're going to give you, Harvard has given every indication that they're going to try and, you know, do a workaround using the Supreme Court language here, which means probably this is not said and done forever. Um, And it is a, it, it just is a very, very interesting thought and concept. Now, you think about this, every, every single, and I would argue that not every school district is the same. Let's start there. And the people that have been demanding that the unholy alliance between teachers unions and the Democratic Party, that 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 stronghold be broken, that stranglehold. You know, New York City, one of the top cities in the country, spends more per capita on education per student than any other, you know, industrialized country. Same with like Baltimore. What do they have? 13 public schools, not a single kid proficient in reading and math. I mean, how do you fail on such a spectacular level? And, and yet the teachers unions continue this power, this stranglehold over the Democratic Party. It's all related to money and donations that they give to the Democratic Party. And, and it's Republicans that have said, no, we believe in, in choice in education. We believe in competition. You know, we believe in school vouchers. We believe in charter schools. Any, anything that's going to improve the quality of education for every child predicated on a belief that, and it's my Christian belief, that every child is, is created by a God, by God the Father, and that inside of every individual, God puts unique talents and abilities. We all have a, a, our own unique fingerprint. I mean, that's pretty amazing when you think about it. How many people in the world? Seven billion, whatever people in the world. Every single person has their own unique fingerprint. That's a lot of fingerprint variation that you have to come up with and but that's just you know how it is and and i think in the same way you can argue that every individual is given gifts and and talents and you know the education the word education from the latin derivative educare means to bring forth from within that doesn't mean that you're force feeding information into kids brains it means that the talent is already there and in the right environment providing the sunlight and the water and the, and the food and the nourishment that any child can flourish and, and become the person that God created and intended to be in life. But unfortunately, we rip the rungs of the ladder out from underneath so many kids by denying them what is the ladder to success in this country, which is education. So, you know, but, but one of the ways that you can ascertain the difference between somebody's academic skills now there are kids that make decisions in high school, and I didn't know this now because, you know, my kids are, you know, my, my youngest is about to get out of college now, and um, thankfully, um, but by the way, parenting does not end. If you are like me and you foolishly believe that your kids would graduate college and your job is over, then you are as dumb as I am because that's what I actually thought one day. Maybe I, maybe I was applying too much of my own life experience to this equation because I've been pretty much independent and on my own and doing whatever the hell I want since I'm 10. And my parents really didn't have much say over my life. 
And, and I liked it that way. And nor did I want to take anything from them or, or ask anything for them. And I always made my own money and I always bought my own food because I didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have family dinners like normal families because my mom was working as a prison guard 16 hours a day. How was she going to cook dinner? You know, she'd come home, crash, then her alarm clock would go off, you know, six hours later. It'd be like an atom bomb went off in the entire neighborhood. It was a, a clock radio alarm, and then, ba-boom, you know, up comes the alarm that she put away from her bed so she wouldn't flip it off, and she'd have to get up and actually turn the thing off. But I digress. But the one thing is, is there are kids that make choices in high school. Now, I was not one of those kids that made those choices in high school to take the harder classes, that you took the AP classes, that could even get higher than a 4.0 grade point average. Um, When I finally decided later in my high school years to actually put my nose to the grindstone and pay attention, gee, lo and behold, I ended up on the honors list. You know, I go to Delphi University and I became a Dean's List student. Oh, lo and behold, if you actually open a book and read and study and hand in your assignments, your grades get better. But there are kids that work hard and they get not only a 4.0 GPA, you can get a 4.2 or a 4.3 or a 4.4 GPA. And those kids sacrifice to get those grades. They take the harder classes. They study. They give up their time that they'd otherwise, that all the other kids are spending with their friends or doing other things. And I'm not saying it just is academically. They've made choices. And then those kids that study for the SATs and take prep courses for the SATs and the ACTs. And I don't know, maybe if they can afford it, they hire a tutor, or maybe they go to a, a, a class at school that's given after school and they stay later. And then they end up getting better scores on the ACT and the SAT. And combined with their good grades, you know, if they have higher, a higher grade point average with a, with a much tougher course load and higher scores on these standardized tests, well, why would somebody that has lower scores that didn't put in the same time effort as they did granted ad, be granted admission to a prestigious university over them? You know, and I, I certainly don't think that should happen to anybody. If you've earned your way, you've earned your way. That's it. You know, but we have Justice um, um, Jackson, Brown Jackson, who's saying that this is a tragedy for all. Uh, Justice Sonia Sotomayor saying today the court stands in the way and rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress, says the ruling is profoundly wrong and devastating and that the majority holds that race can no longer be used in a a limited way in college admissions to achieve such crucial benefits. Well, in the case of Harvard, what they discovered is, well, they they made a decision that that too many especially Asian Americans were getting into the school based on the objective criteria as I just outlined. And, and they made a decision to, to make the, the university student body more diverse. And that meant less qualified people got the spots of the people that were more qualified. Now tell me how that's fair and not discriminatory. I don't think that sounds fair. You know, I mean, what do you tell a kid? Sorry, you have a 4-4 GPA and, and a perfect score in the SATs, but we, we, we took this person who had a 3-6 or 3-5 and, and maybe got a 1490 or a 1500 on their SATs. Um, and that's the, that's the kind of object that, that, that is, for the most part, 
an, an equal playing field. However, it could be an, a really equal playing field if we would finally break the stranglehold on education in, in big blue states and big blue cities that have capitulated to pressure from teachers unions that have done a horrific job educating our kids and have not lived up to the standard of, of what their job should be. And that is making sure these kids are smart and doing their work and learning, reading, writing, math, science, history, computers. No, they're too busy teaching woke education and CRT and other agenda driven items and gender identity classes contradicting parental values and authority, thinking that they know better how to raise your children. It's pretty unreal. But anyway, Harvard uh, came out. Well, first of all, Joe Biden came out and actually said that in case after case, including recently, just a few years ago, the court affirmed and reaffirmed this view that colleges could use race not as a determining factor for admissions, but one of the factors among many in deciding who to admit. The court once again walked away from decades of precedent and he was asked a question today uh, by, a, by a reporter as he's walking away. Well, Mr. President, the Congressional Black Caucus said the Supreme Court has thrown into question its own legitimacy. Uh, is this a rogue court? Biden's answer, this is not a normal court. Should there be term limits? Of course they want term limits. Of course they want to pack the courts. We already knew that. You know, and then Harvard comes out with their statement and says, oh, okay, uh, they react and, and they say that they will uphold the court's decision um, and, and then went on to say the court ruled universities, et cetera, et cetera, uh, will certainly comply with that. We write to today to reaffirm the fundamental principle that deep transformative teaching, learning, research depend on a community comprising of many backgrounds, perspectives and and life experiences. Uh, and we will certainly and then saying that. That principle is as true and important today as it was yesterday. So it sounds to me that they're just going to look for a workaround and and just try to continue to their practices and they'll just call it something else. That's how I interpreted that. All right, 800-941-SHAWN, our number you want to be a part of the program. I want to remind you, our friends at the Tunnel Towers Foundation, they have been supporting America's heroes since... 9-11-2001, like Franklin, Tennessee, police officer Jeffrey Carson and his family. Now, Officer Carson, he left his successful country music career behind. He wanted to serve his community, spent 14 years with the Franklin Police Department in Tennessee before he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty in 2022. And then within weeks, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation met with Officer Carson's wife and son to let them know they would not have to worry about their mortgage ever again. Now, this is what the Tunnel to Towers Foundation does when a first responder dies in the line of duty, leaves behind a young family. Well, they're there to take care of them. The only reason they're able to do it by removing the burden of mortgage is because of donations by people like you. And they're asking all of us, and I hope you'll join us here at Team Hannity, uh, to commit to $11 a month. You just go to their website, the letter T, the number two, the letter T.org, the letter T. The number two, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. 